0: Hello and welcome back to the fantasy playmakers. What's up guys. In this video, I'm gonna be going through my final set of week 15 positional rankings. So I've already gone through the running backs, wide receivers and quarterbacks. Now it's time to talk about my top 20 week 15 tight ends. And let's just get right into it. Starting off here with the tight end number one, it has gotta be George Kittle. He is currently dealing with a little bit of a knee issue. He missed practice on Wednesday due to knee soreness. Hopefully this is a situation where they're just getting him a little bit of rest. But after his last two performances, I don't really think we can put anyone above him. And it's not just one of these situations where it's kind of just chance that he's had these big games. There has been a major shift in this offense with Debo Samuel acting more as a running back now. He's basically been totally removed from his receiving work. And that has opened things up big time for George Kittle. So I think if they continue to use Debo Samuel in that way, George Kittle will continue to produce as the overall tight end one. After him, it is going to be Travis Kelsey has definitely had, you know, some lesser performances as of late, but I still think, you know, we got to trust in his role in this offense. We know he's a top tier tight end and obviously, you know, ranking him at number two shouldn't seem like an insult, but when he's been a locked in tight end one for the last like three, four years, it kind of does. So he's at number two, Then at number three, I have Mark Andrews. We don't really know what's going on with Lamar Jackson's injury. I would expect him to play, but even if he doesn't, I mean, we saw Lamar go out and Mark Andrews still put up monster numbers in week 14. Then I've got Rob Gronkowski here at number four. Ever since he came back from injury, the man has just been a straight up baller. He's seen eight plus targets in all four of those games since he's come back. They're going up against the Saints. You know, a decently tough defense but I still expect Rob Gronkowski to produce. After Gronk at number five, it is going to be Darren Waller, and he is still dealing with that knee injury. He was a non-participant on Wednesday, hasn't really practiced since that injury occurred, and he's actually dealing with knee and back issues. So not really looking great for him to play this Sunday, but if he does play, he's gonna slide in here at number five. If he's fully healthy, I could totally see an argument for him above Gronk or Andrews, but that injury uncertainty it does leave him here as the tight end number five. At number six, I have Dawson Knox. The man just continues to produce. Last four games, he's had three big performances. The one game he hasn't produced in was that crazy, windy game against the Patriots. So I feel like we've got to give everyone in that offense a pass for that game. I mean, we saw the Patriots only throw the ball three times. Obviously, it was definitely affecting the Bills' passing attack. So Dawson Knox just continues to, to put up fantasy numbers, and I think he's established himself as a mid-tier tight end one. After Knox, I have TJ Hawkinson, and he is also dealing with some injuries. He has not practiced this week with a hand injury, so we don't really know if he's gonna be good to go. Obviously, if he's out, you just take him out of the rankings, and you don't really wanna deal with their backup tight end. If he does play, I think he's a solid, you know, mid-tier tight end one option. Then I have Mike Secchi here at number eight, he hasn't had some of those huge ceiling games that we saw earlier in the season, but this is a great matchup against the Jets. We have Tua playing at a much higher level as of late, so I think he could be a very strong play this week. At number nine, I have my guy, Pat Fryermuth. He just continues to get into the end zone. It's a little bit concerning because when you're looking at his numbers compared to Kyle Pitts, who I have here at number 10, I mean, Pitts is blowing him out of the water in terms of yards but Pat Friarmuth just keeps getting into the end zone. Kyle Pitts can't find the end zone. I think there's gonna be some sort of correction moving forward. I mean, I would be shocked if Pitts finishes this season with only one touchdown. And I think the reason why I'm a little bit concerned about Kyle Pitts' touchdowns, and I'm not saying concerned like for the future, this is gonna happen every single season, but just this rookie year is that in this Falcons offense, we have seen top weapons struggle to get into the end zone. Julio Jones was never a guy who was scoring double-digit touchdowns. Even when you're looking at his volume and opportunities, he probably should have been. So I'm just gonna keep riding the hot hand here with Pat Freimuth, but there could be a little bit of a shift if Kyle Pitts can finally get into the end zone. I have Dallas Goddard here at number 11, coming off of a massive game before their bye week, but we have to remember that was with Gardner Minshew at quarterback. That was not with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts has been struggling in the past game, so I'm not gonna be jumping on the Dallas Goddard bandwagon just yet. And then at number 12, I have his former teammate, Zach Ertz. He's always gonna be hovering in this lower tier tight end one range, but he did actually get some decent news for his fantasy value. Obviously, it's bad news overall that DeAndre Hopkins is gonna be out for the rest of the regular season, but for Zach Ertz, I feel like this is just gonna lead to more opportunities for him on a high powered offense. Now that we're kind of getting into the higher end, tight end twos, I'm gonna start it off with Dalton Schultz here at 13. I think almost every single week, I'm just a little bit lower on Schultz than consensus. And I think it's just because when you have all these weapons together, I just don't trust the overall volume that Schultz will see on a week-to-week basis. I mean, when you have Gallup, Cooper, and C.D. Lamb all super involved, I'm not sure that Schultz can provide you that nice floor for week-to-week fantasy production but he's still someone who's in the same tier. I mean, honestly, you could probably make an entire tier from Firemouth at number nine to Dalton Schultz here at 13. So, you know, there's just a little bit of room in between these players. It's not like he's just being dropped super low. They're all pretty close together. After Schultz, this is where I don't get super comfortable at the tight end position, and it is Tyler Higbee here at 14. You know, I don't love him in my lineups, but he's got a decent matchup against the Seahawks. He's a tight end on a high scoring team. And obviously this is assuming he gets off the COVID list. Don't really know what's going on with that whole situation. COVID has hit the NFL super hard the last few days. As we can see here at number 15 with David Njoku, when I'm recording this, he is still currently on the COVID list from last week. But then earlier this week, we saw the other tight end, Austin Hooper, go on the COVID list. So if David Njoku is now able to come off, it looks like he'll be operating as kind of the clear cut tight end one, which could lead to some fantasy production. Obviously, you know, their entire roster has just been destroyed by the COVID list. So I'm not super confident in the product they're going to be putting out on the field. But I mean, a tight end one on a decent offense is definitely someone just to keep your eye on. I have Noah Fant here at 16. I go through this spiel every single week. Very talented player, has the skill of someone who could be a mid-tier tight end one on the right offense. Unfortunately, this Broncos passing attack is just not gonna get it done. So he slots in here as like a high to mid-tier tight end two. At number 17, I have Cole Komet. I just don't trust him with both Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney healthy. At number 18, I have Tyler Conklin, and he was someone who I thought would have a little bit of a bigger role once Adam Thielen went down. We didn't really see it in the first game without Thielen, but who knows, You know, maybe he sees an uptick in volume here in week 15. Then I have Gerald Everett at 19. Continues to be a factor with the Seahawks, just hasn't broken through with that consistency. And then the final player in my rankings here at number 20, it's gonna be Hunter Henry, someone who saw a lot of touchdown upside early in the season, hasn't really come through the last few weeks. And when you're only relying on touchdowns, it makes it very hard to trust you in fantasy lineups, especially on an offense that's probably not gonna throw for an absurd amount of touchdowns. But that is going to wrap it up for my top 20 week 15 tight ends. If you enjoyed the content, do me a favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Also, if you like this video, go check out my running back, wide receiver, and quarterback rankings. Thank you for stopping by, and I'll see you in the next one.